Welcome to the Transformed Life Podcast, where we discover life from God's perspective. I am your host, Joe Tran, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. In this episode, I'm going to speak on why God focuses on your heart rather than your abilities. Also, don't forget to subscribe to get notified of future episodes, and feel free to follow me on social media at JoeTran316. That is J-O-E-T-R-A-N 316. Have you ever used tools to build or fix something? If you're just like me and billions of other people around the world, I'm sure you have too. I used to work in construction shortly out of high school, and some of the tasks I had were part of constructing the roof to a house or helping build a staircase to an apartment building. But on the contrary, I was also involved in many jobs where I demolished or deconstructed small buildings or rooms to make way to building new structures. So why do I bring this up? You'll see in the next few minutes. In today's podcast, we're focusing on 1 Samuel chapter 16. So if you want to turn your Bibles or your Bible apps to this passage, feel free to pause this until you have this pulled up. 1 Samuel chapter 16 in the NIV. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, Do you come in peace? Samuel replied, Yes, in peace I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shema pass by, but Samuel said, Nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, Send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Have you ever wondered why God even looks at the heart? I mean, not once has these passages mentioned God looking for a person with a certain skill set or abilities. When he searches someone to see if they're fit for his purpose, he always starts with the heart. 
Have you ever taken the time to analyze and observe your own heart? And by heart, I'm not talking about your physical beating heart. I'm talking about your spiritual heart, the very core of who you are. A synonymous word often used is your soul. Have you ever noticed how the most wicked and sinful thoughts you could ever have can exist and simmer within your heart, and yet you've probably have never said those thoughts out loud? What I mean is you could have had the worst thoughts and intentions in the world, and yet no one around you could ever tell. However, God can tell, and He can see every single one of those thoughts. In this passage, along with many, many other passages in the Bible, God is often described searching the world, examining the hearts of those who seek Him for His purpose. In 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 9, it says, As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father, and serve Him with a whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands every intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. So back to my very first point. When I was in construction, I realized the tools I would use to construct things were often the same tools used to deconstruct them. The outcome is determined not by the tool itself, but by the person holding it. Welcome to the Transformed Life Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. I've titled this episode, are you in God's hands? Are you in God's hands? The reason why I ask this is because scripture constantly mentions God building his church. However, it is not talking about him constructing a physical church building. He is talking about using us literally to build his church. Let me show you in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 19 through 22. This is the Apostle Paul addressing the church of Ephesus, which was located in Western Asia Minor, which is modern day Turkey. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. So as you can see, we are the literal building blocks of his church. And the question I must ask is, why would God want to use someone as a building block for his church whose heart is not seeking him, whose heart is filled constantly with sinful desires and is unyielding and unteachable, whose heart does not love him? From God's perspective, couldn't you see how this one block could cause the entire church to collapse? This is why I'm asking you the question, are you in God's hands? Are you the tool God is using to build his church? Because if you're in the wrong hands, you could be the one which helps collapse his church. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be someone who weakens his church. So how do we make sure we are being used by God to build his church? One word, faith. How do you get faith? One word, prayer. 
I'll probably say this virtually on every episode, but it is a good idea to start everything you're doing for God with prayer. Prayer is what sparks faith, and faith is the conduit for your relationship to connect with God. And when you have a strong relationship with God, He can bless others through you and build His church. Remember, sin and God cannot reside in the same space. And according to Ephesians chapter 2, we are that space God wants to reside in, so we must try our best to submit to God's Holy Spirit so sin does not reside in our hearts. Let me say that again. We must try our best to submit to God's Holy Spirit so sin does not reside in our hearts. Why did I not say we must try our best to eliminate sin from our hearts? It's because we alone don't hold the spiritual cleansing power like the Holy Spirit does. Once we submit and let the Holy Spirit have full control of our hearts is when the sin of our hearts is cleansed out of us. I'll close this episode with this. What is it? you're holding on to that is preventing God from using you to build his church. Remember, God wants to build you into one of his masterpieces, but the thing is, he needs all of your broken pieces to do that, and the only one who can give those to him is you. If at this time you don't have a relationship with God and now would like to start a new life with him, Please wholeheartedly pray after me. Dear Jesus, I know that I am a sinner desperately in need of a Savior. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you did die on the cross for my sins and three days later rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name, amen. Well, that is it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to The Transformed Life, where we discover life from God's perspective. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes. And feel free to follow me on social media at JoeTran316. If you believe you're led to financially support this ministry, please do so at anchor.fm slash The Transformed Life. Also, continuously pray I only speak what God wants you to hear, and don't hesitate to send in your prayer requests, questions, suggestions, or a message just letting us know this episode has helped you start a real relationship with Jesus to our email, thetransformedlifepodcast at gmail.com. I am your host, Joe Tran. Thank you for enjoying this episode, and have a good day.